Shaletta Brundage is known as the autism mom, not just because she's got three kids on the spectrum, but because she's an advocate who works to educate and inspire other moms of kids with special needs. And so I'm always excited when I see law enforcement having a relationship with people. And there's two things I'm passionate about. Okay. Well, three Dunkin' Donuts, um, social justice and children with special needs. And so I was watching uh, an old station that I used to work at KHOU 11 news uh, down in Houston, Texas, uh, where I am from. And Lauren Tellerico, one of the reporters there did a story with a Freeport police chief, Ray Garvey, and he has an autism Hummer. And there was a little boy who was getting ready to go to school and he was nervous because he had autism and he was just anxious about COVID-19. And the chief went to the child's house and gave him an escort. I just, I was just undone. You had me at hello, chief. I could not believe the kindness and the compassion that you showed that little boy and his parents. Thank you for being on the Shaletta Show. It's my honor. Thank you for the invite. Now, Chief, how long have you been chief in Freeport? About two and a half years, ma'am. That's what I thought. Okay, you got other stuff to do. Okay, I wanted to make sure that somebody didn't leave the one out. You know, chiefs usually go hang out in the community with the kids and the Hummer when they've been the chief for 22 years. You've been the chief for two years, and you're doing something like escorting a kid with autism to class because he's anxious. Why is that so important for you? Because you got bigger fish to fry. Uh, you know, people say that, but we work for God, ma'am. And somewhere along the past, some of us, not very many of us, some of us have forgotten that. And it's, it, they look up to us as role models. And I want to be that role model that helps whenever I can. Uh, I'll I just say it nicely. I police from the heart. Uh, the radio tells us what to do, sends us to the calls for service. You send us to when you need us to help, mm-hmm. but the radio doesn't tell your heart what to do when you see kids with autism, cancer, whatever it may be, special needs that just need a smile. Uh, I do that, and, and I've been doing that in my 29-year career, and that's what that's what I do, and I, and I won't change. And in, in the case with this young man, when the mom called, I told her I'd have to, I'd get it done, and, and we got it done, and it was it was a great day for the young man. I'm posting that story on my Facebook and Twitter pages. We're talking to Freeport, Texas Police Chief uh, Ray Garvey. He has an autism Hummer. Little boy uh, down in Texas was afraid about going to school. And here comes the chief with this beautiful autism Hummer to escort this child to school. That had to be just like the best first day ever. Yes. Well, <laughs> when, we arrived at, when we arrived to pick him up, he was so excited. I mean, he skipped the hug thing and went straight to jumping in the back seat of the hunk. <laughs> <laughs> so we had to get him out to get the hug and then put him back in. And he was just so excited. The, the look on his face, um, it, like I've said it before, 20 minutes of our time that we spent for him to have a memory of a lifetime. And his parents. I mean, talk to me about the parents, because anytime somebody does something for my children, especially the ones who have autism, I am so grateful. She had to be just full of tears because I was crying watching it. (laughs) She was very emotional. Dad came out. They couldn't stop thanking me for what, you know, what we were doing uh, for their son, Liam. 
Um, and they haven't stopped thanking, thanking us. As a matter of fact, the lady gave me some autism race and made a donation to the police department, which I'm going to give it back to her and tell her, Thinking us, as a matter of fact, the lady gave me some autism race and made a donation to the police department, which I'm going to give it back to her and tell her, you continue doing what you're doing uh, with this, giving it to other organizations. We're blessed in Freeport, and we're just going to keep doing what we do. Now, how did this all come about? Why autism? Why uh, that particular special need? Um, what, 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 what started this whole passion for you? Uh, I just love kids, and here recently there was a story about a little girl named Abigail Arias. She actually had cancer, lost her fight November 5th. Uh, we made her an honorary police officer back in November of 2019, and it went viral all over the Internet, 37 million views. And because of that blessing, I met more and more kids through that story, and a lot were kids with autism. And when we had this uh, Humvee that uh, we got from uh, an Army surplus, military surplus program, I just wanted to put it in action instead of just having just a police vehicle. It's a police vehicle that also tells a story for kids, brings awareness to autism. Why not be able to do both a police vehicle that actually does something for, for kids, makes them happy, makes them smile, and brings awareness. And, you know, I, um, I have to tell you, this is what bridges a gap. You know, because we had seen so many police stories that was so negative and my kids were so fearful and so anxious um, about police encounters. And so we watched this story together. And you know what they told me? They said, Mom, I thought police were the bad guys. But they like us. They they really like us. And, and we have autism. They like us too. And so what you did gave us, especially me and my children, a different perspective about the nature of the relationship between police and people well, with special needs. I appreciate that. You know, we talk about the bridge and bridge. I got in Freeport, the bridge has already been built. All we're doing now is adding landscape to the bridge. We're adding beautiful flowers to the bridge. We, I know what it's like. I, I understand culture. I teach my guys. It's not about training. It's about preaching and teaching. And we use, uh, it's unfortunate, bad examples that have happened out there with law enforcement to teach our guys to be better of what not to do. And, uh, you know, we're successful. I truly believe that we can only be a successful department when we have the community behind us. That's what I've always wanted to do. That's, that's been my mission. And because of that, we have a great support team. We just say Team Freeport because uh, we're successful because of our community. And it's nonstop, the love they give us. The gifts they send us, food that they drop off, uh, is just amazing. You know, the emails, the, the prayers, uh, cards that keep coming in from all over the world. Uh, all over the world, I mean that sincerely. They come in saying, thank you, we follow you guys on social media, keep doing what you're doing. Well, all they're doing is just uh, <laughs> inspiring us to keep doing more, and that's what we're going to keep doing. And I, I called the distributor as soon as I saw the story. You got a case of my daughter's autism book, Cameron Goes to School, Headed Your Way. Uh, 500 bookmarks, do with them what you need to, pass them out, hand them out, use them for story time, however you feel the need. We are leaning on the Freeport, Texas Police Chief for answers. Ray Garvey is joining us. He has successfully in two years uh, forged a very passionate, very strong, very caring and loving relationship with folks in his community. 
Um, and that's we need more of that all across the country, Chief. H- how can we do that, especially here in Minneapolis? We just had the George Floyd uh, murder. The trial is going on. His family and the officers accused of his death were in court yesterday. There's so much tension. There's so much negativity. There's so much hatred. There's so much anxiety. How do we put that first foot forward to start coming together? Well, it's communicating with the community. Like I said, you have to reach out to the community to be successful. Listen listen to their needs. Not just listen and forget the minute you walk out the door. Listen to their needs. Grasp their needs. Understand culture. Understand people. Uh, when, you t- when you put on the badge, you know, you're swearing that you're going to do things for people. When I say people, that means all people and all cultures, all walks of life, even special needs. Uh, minority groups, and that's what we do here. You know, we're involved with the Ministerial Alliance. Uh, we have our Citizens Police Academy out there. For, for those that may have, that might be doubters, hey, come see us. Come join our class. Let us show you a few videos that you can see why it is that we do what we do, why we have to take action. But at the same time, it's also monitoring your staff, uh, you know, us making sure as leaders that we have the right folks in the right positions doing the right thing and constantly educating them and using incidents like the George Floyd incident uh, to, to teach our guys right and wrong. What could we have done better? Was everything okay? Was it not okay? Evaluate things. Uh, again, the form of communication is verbalizing things. You know, sometimes uh, we need to take a little bit more time to talk things out instead of going straight into action. Uh, there, there's never a winner, no matter what, when you have to get physical with someone. Someone always gets hurt during that, and sometimes it could be the officer. Uh, what we try to do here is preach about make that your last resort. You have to take any kind of physical stance, um, any kind of force. Let that be, I mean, the final, the absolute final uh, you know, action you have to take. If you think that way, you should be good. Um, but, I mean, there's, there are going to be situations where we have to do what we have to do. Um, we, we took a note also to protect ourselves and to protect the community, protect people. And um, you, it, it's, it's just a difficult time right now, but I'm blessed that I have a great staff, and they all understand my logic of policing. And um, we're going to keep doing what we've been doing in Freeport. It is loving our community, responding when they need us, but always doing the right thing. Okay, here's me. I'm a resident in Cottage Grove. Um, the chief of police lives four or five doors down from my house. Um, he's come to me after the George Floyd incident and said, Shaletta, I want to do something. I want to work with you. I want to make it better. Um, I want to create uh, some type of alliance so that we can all come together and, and have a better community. I, I said I was going down there, but chief, I, I was so angry and so hurt and so frustrated and so anxious that I did not even know what to tell him. How can I, as a citizen, let my guard down so that the healing can begin? I'm just being absolutely honest with you. I'm like, "Uh uh-huh, yeah, whatever, Mm," and went on about my business because I was like, I'm not talking to him. But he really wants to be a part of the solution. How can I bridge a gap with him? You just said it. Uh, You're angry. But that's not what God would want you to do. That's not what God would ask of you to be angry at people. What you need to do is open your heart, open your mind, to take him up on his offer, to go see what it is that he wants to do 
to try to uh, be in the spokesperson that you are, the role model in your community, you of all people should be the one to do that. You should meet up with him. That way you can see what's really going on, what happened, how they can say, hey, we, we did things right, we did things wrong. Ride-along programs, let me tell you, there's no we, we encourage folks to ride along. A citizen comes and rides along with an officer to see it all, not to make friends with us, just to see what it is that we do. And that way if you see something wrong, when you're on that ride-along, hey, say something or call the chief. I get my cell phone number out to everybody. You do. That ain't no lie. You do. You really do. I was like, he don't even know me. He was like, here's my cell phone number. I was like, but you don't. Let me talk to your secretary. No, no, just, yeah, yeah, just come straight to me. What? Yeah. I just say that's just the way I roll. I mean, if you need to talk to me, I want you to be able to get a hold of me. And if there's a concern, I want you to be able to get a hold of me. And that's, I took an oath. I wanted to be the top cop, and I knew all that responsibility was coming with it. And, and, and I love community. And if there's something wrong, we can fix it. And we've had instances like that where citizens thought something was wrong when I looked into it, came back and explained to them. And there's times where we've apologized to them for little mistakes that we've made. And then there's times where they said they were sorry. Now they understand why it took so long for them to get there or why the dispatcher may have hung up on them so quick. I got had a complaint the other day, dispatcher hung up on me. Well, it was a 911 call and six other phone lines are ringing for the same call. And they had to get off the phone. The police are on the way. They already have the officers going. But they don't understand that until they come and see that. And that's part of our Citizen Police Academy. Or just being a citizen that wants to see, I'll sign you up. When, when do you want to ride? Two hours, mm-hmm. six hours, 12 hours. So you can see what it is from the beginning, from the call that comes in to 911, to the dispatcher, sent out to the police officer, and why we did what we had to do, why we took the action that we took. Remember, we're governed by law. Uh, how do you say it? we're just fact finders we put things together and the law tells us what we can and can't do uh it, a lot of the policing is also common sense you know you have to have the right guys gals in place with some common sense to make split second decisions and again i i keep bragging on my guys but i have to uh, i've got that in place and, and um I'm, I'm blessed to have that kind of staff well, thank you so much for being on the show. Uh, Frank Santola Jr. is commenting on Facebook. He says, great show. He's appreciating everything that you're saying. Uh, getting so many messages on, on Twitter as well uh, of people who really appreciate the work that you're doing. And I can't wait to see what's next. Because I know you got some more stuff coming up. We can't talk about it because it's like top secret. But I can't wait for it to come out. Yes, ma'am. Thank you so much. I want right. to thank you. I want to thank you for the invite and all those folks that are commenting. God bless you all. Uh, like little Abigail Harris, who's in heaven, would say, stay relentless and God bless. Always fun and informative, Shalette is a big draw at autism conferences across the country. Find out how you can book her as a featured speaker for your next event at ShalettaMakesMeLaugh.com.